0: Hey, welcome to another Michigan Wolverine Maniacs podcast. Uh, this is Adam Brewer. Uh, you can also find us at the Michigan Man fan page on Facebook and on Twitter, Michigan Maniacs. Uh, go ahead and leave us some, uh, whatever you want, just topics, what you want me to cover, questions, tell me I'm wrong, I don't really care let me know what's up. Uh once again my name is Adam Brewer and this is the big game pregame as we uh go over a few little things before the start of the the most telling four weeks of Michigan season. Now granted we after this four weeks we'll still have The biggest game of the year to play, but we will know by the end of that Penn State game where we lie. One, in the national title picture. Two, the playoff picture. Three, the Big Ten picture, like, title picture. So, let's get to it. We're playing what I believe... uh, I didn't really have much faith in the, and in, uh, I'd never really have much faith in Wisconsin. I like them. I think they're a fine program. I think they do things okay. They do one thing great. That's run the ball because they do, they recruit one, two positions really, really well. That's running back and offensive line. Defense, I mean, they've had some solid defensive players going to the NFL, like J.J. Watt's brother, J.J. Watt. I mean, they definitely have some solid people that have gone in defensively, linebackers, defensive line. But the overall talent on that offensive line throughout the decades and years, have just it's been remarkable. Also, running backs, they bring the most, I don't know. You look at these guys you don't think they can do much, and then they're Breaking NCAA records the first season, so Jonathan Taylor is a guy we've got to stop. That's the key to this game. Well, there's a few keys to the game, but a little Harbaugh history with this team. Uh, he's one and one, or yeah, one and one or two and one, whatever. We have a winning record or tied with them. I guess I should have probably checked that, but out of three years. Yeah, we've won. Two. Oh, I don't think we played him. No, we're one and one because we didn't play him Harbaugh's first year. Boy, what a what a great uh, research department I have. Um, so we're one and one with them. Uh, I just they're so boring. They're so boring to watch. Horny Brook is a good kid, good solid uh, quarterback. But you put any pressure on him, he can't. He can't pass the ball. He just he can't pass it with any type of a, like consistency. So I mean Key's basic for our game for defensively is great cornerback play to kind of make him panic to solid strong smart run defense. Now that could be a problem only because we have some key players that help with that run defense that are hurt right now and obviously Harbaugh hasn't really said about anybody coming back other than Uh, We heard that on the offense, we will be getting Chris Evans back. So, very good news for the offense. Now, defense, I would love to hear that Aubrey Solomon is coming back. I've been listening, reading, trying to find every little hidden morsel I could, every little clue I could find out, hidden meanings in in, uh, interviews. Um, It sounds like he's been week to week for the last three weeks. You know, or he's missing a leg. It all just depends on who you listen to, what they're trying to say, shit like that. Um, but if we get Aubrey Solomon back, I, I could only imagine you're going to have to shoot Ra- Rashawn Gary not to get him in the game. Um, I, we just have we have so many great players that are starting to make a difference, like Michael Dunford. Dwan what is his what's his deal is he hurt is he not hurt and they said it was a lot not as bad as what it looked like Ford's out I mean we ha- we have some uh, who you know who's going to be there what's going to happen what are we going to do um so yeah I mean I've I've got some worries on the defensive line and with that great offensive line and the running attack that could really provide a fucking problem and if that provides a problem, that sets us up for play-action pass, which then Brook can hit uh, their best wide receiver, don't know his name, don't care to know his name. All I need to know is that LaVert Hill is going to be on him, and hopefully that's enough. Um. So, yeah, that's the one big key to beating this team. And let's face it, last year, we were winning 10-7, middle of the third. Brandon Peters gets hit. Leaves the game in an ambulance, by the way, because their offensive line was awful. Then the worst quarterback in mystery in Michigan's history, and yes, I did say that correctly, the worst quarterback in Michigan's history, John O'Corn came in and did what O'Corn does, lose games. He was great at that. Great at acting cocky, great at losing games. That's the two things that John O'Corn's very good at. Um so it took, yeah, so once O'Korn came in, Wisconsin pretty much got the ball back after every three and out that O'Corn managed to do or fumbled or intercepted, whatever the hell he decided to do to lose that game. Our defense tired, and they and they ran off about uh, 200 yards of total offense and three scores in just a quarter and a half. So that can happen again if we don't do what we need to do defensively on the defensive line. Now, I think we're going to be great. I think we're going to get all the people back that we need to get back. Uh, I I mean, I just, I Moni's in there. He's a big load. It's going to be hard to move Singleton. Uh, single, Yeah, Singleton. He's fucking great. Uh, there's just, I'd feel much better for you if we knew we had Aubrey Solomon back. He's my guy. I've been calling him the Warren Sapp of Michigan for I don't know how long. Uh, I, I just, I just can't. I just, I want to see this kid play because I know he has a future in the NFL. I, he's one of my great predictors. Like I saw that kid in a video and I was like, holy shit, this kid has got a future. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a close game. But I do believe if our offense plays like they have been playing, if the offensive line protects Patterson and gives him the time to throw, I really do believe we're going to win this game. Because they are in the mid-50s to 60s in their their, uh, total defense, I believe, Wisconsin. And... I mean, we can do this. We can completely do this. If BYU can run on them. BYU got beat down, by the way, by Utah State last week. BYU. Beat them. We have a better offense, better defense than BYU. We know what it takes to beat Wisconsin. We don't have the mental hiccups that we have with other teams like like Michigan State. Or uh, Michigan State or Ohio State, we don't have those hiccups like we do with everyone else, you know. So I really do. I I'm I'm looking for. God, I I don't want to predict because I didn't predict last week and we did great. So now I predict again. so we'll move on since I, I'm getting – I'm tempting myself to predict something. I just think it's going to be a solid out output. I think this is really where we're going to see where Michigan is made right now because they're a solid team. They're the team that if you put them away – It's going to get national attention. If we put 21 points and win by 21 or more points against Wisconsin, the line is nine and a half right now. But if we put up 21 points more than what Wisconsin can do and we whip their ass at home, that makes national news. That gets people paying the attention to us again. That then adds to what I talked about earlier. Where are we in the, nationals, the national title talk? Where are we at the playoff level? Because we beat a team like Wisconsin, that's going to move us into the top ten. Then it's just, oh, no, and then Michigan State, then Penn State. If We, we could be a top five by the time we hit uh, Rutgers after that Penn State game. If if we play everything right, we can go from 12 to 5. I really do believe it. But they have to be convincing. They have to be good wins. And this is where we start that. This is where we see all the hard work is put in. This is where this starts to pay off. This is where we as fans who believe in our team really start to see the payoff for this. Hoping and praying that everything we've seen so far is true. Because I'm telling you, the offensive line really looked good last week. And I'm not a big offensive line fan. Remember, I've been trying to get rid of most of those offensive linemen since the beginning of the year. So, if I think they're looking good, that must say something. So, now we'll move on to the uh, Big Ten. Uh, games of the Big Ten. Uh... I've only, I only have three that I've penciled in this week. I mean, just because it's getting down to those dog... You know, like, some teams play real dog shit games. Actually, you know what? I'll throw four games in there, because Northwestern has really impressed me with whipping uh, Michigan State last week. So we'll throw them in there. That's the bonus game that I'll pay attention to. I'll write that down so I pay attention to it. Um, Northwestern, Nebraska... Uh, I don't know who's at home because, like I said, I'm just adding this game to the to the roster. But I, I'm looking for Northwestern to go ahead and improve. I don't see Nebraska really doing anything of any type of mention. I mean, they, they hang in there for like 10, 15 minutes on the team, and then they give up. Uh, Scott Frost has got a lot of work on his hands right there. A lot of work. Um I pity the fool. I really do. But if there's going to be a guy who's stubborn enough and insane enough to put that team back together, it's going to be Scott Frost. So I'm not – I wouldn't bet against him. Uh, But this is – that's a five-year project. Easy. That's a five-year project. Uh, So I'm going to say Northwestern wins this one. Uh, We'll go to, obviously, Michigan, Wisconsin. I think we're going to win that one. Uh, I don't know by the extent, but I definitely think it's going to be a hard-fought game where we're going to win. The the, uh, third one is Iowa Indy, Iowa or Indiana University. Um, I think this is is kind of an important game for both teams because I think they're both looked at about the same. Well, people look at Indiana and say they're a basketball school. But they're off. But their their football team's making a come up, and they've been doing that for the last four years. I'll say, um, Iowa has just always been Iowa, the most mediocre, depressing team you'll ever watch play. Except if you play them at night at home, then they beat everybody and their mother. I bet you they could beat a low level NFL team. I doubt it, but I'm just saying that's how good Iowa becomes at home, um, and at night, major TV watching. Um, I don't know who I'm going to go with this. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Iowa. Every time you don't think Iowa's going to show up, they do. So I think Iowa's going to do it. I think it's going to be close. I think Indiana wilts in the end, and I think Iowa pulls off like a 24-21, 21-17, uh, something like that. Uh, a score or something to that. It's close, but Iowa makes the play when they need to. Um then the big one, the big one of the week for me personally, and for any Michigan fan, this one next to Michigan- Wisconsin should be your one A. Michigan State goes into Penn State. This was an interesting game last year because they had a weather uh, delay in say the middle of the second quarter. I want to, I believe it was, and Penn State was owning. Owning Michigan State until that fucking weather delay, Penn State came out flat. Michigan State, Michigan State came out on on target and they beat Penn State. Now, I think Penn State's going to whip the shit out of out of Michigan State. Michigan State's like a hundred. Now, remember last week they were 114th in the nation. Against the pass. They're 123rd or 125th in the nation. That's out of 132. Just keep that in mind. (laughs) Against the pass. And what's the one thing that Penn State does at least well? They pass the ball. And they do that fucking quarterback run. Which he uses off of play action to get everybody moving around. And then he goes for the whole... Uh, Penn State won't run against Michigan State because Michigan State actually somehow was number one last week. I didn't even bother to check this week to see where they were against the run. But last week, they couldn't have fallen that far. They're probably still number one against the run because I think Northwestern had eight yards total running. Um, But with that being said, Penn State won't run the ball against unless it's quarterback Unless it's all done by the quarterback. That's the only time that that team's going to do it. So Michigan State does have a chance, I guess. If they can hold McSorley down, don't let him run, and make him pass. But then even then, you're 123rd in the nation. How are you going to stop that? I still think Penn State pulls it out. Um, I think they're going to pull it out. I, actually, I think it's going to be a thrashing. I'll be honest. I, I don't. I don't believe in Michigan State. I never have believed in Michigan State. I, I have pity on Michigan State. I just. I just can't stand them in any way, shape, or form. So I want to say Penn State. Uh, f- Forty-two, Michigan State twenty-one. You know that's what I think is gonna happen to be quite honest I don't care either way I would love to see Penn State hold on and win this game uh, because I want to be I want I want our team to be the one that beats Penn State and puts them down out of the top ten because that'll only catapult us further up so that would be great so yes it would be it would be Michigan State's true true uh, true blue attitude to fucking play their best game of the year against Penn State. Um, I think this is a tough two weeks for, for Michigan State, to be honest. They've got Penn State, then they have us. Um I think our guys have finally got it in their head that they need to treat Michigan State like we treat Ohio State. And I think we need to be up for this game. And I think we need to whoop their ass. But I'll talk more about that next week and my hate for Michigan State and everything that involves Michigan State in general will all be next week in the big game pregame. But I still think, we'll say Penn State wins 42-21. All right. That's the end of the Big Ten talk. Um, The, obviously... My three stars for the game, and we'll, we'll revisit this and see if that's true or not. But the I want to say, obviously, Shea Patterson has got to be one of the stars because his this passing is what's going to lead us to victory, I believe. Um, two, I want oh, to see who do I put in there. It's a defensive. I want to say Lavert Hill. Vert Hills are another star that we that needs to have a great game. Boom. Start of the game. I'm calling it right now. Three. It's gonna be you know what? I'm just gonna say the whole defensive line. Defensive line is gonna be the star of this game. Because we're gonna play that solid defense that we need and we're going to win this thing i don't know what the score is going to be and to be quite honest i don't give a fuck what the score is as if we win by one or if we win by 30 i'll be happy just to start winning big games that's what I want. That's what we need. We need to focus and we need to get going. And yes, of course, I would love, love, love to win that game by 30. And just show the national media media, and everybody else in the Big Ten, Michigan is back and we're ready to fucking go. I would love it. I would love to... Oh, before I forget, kind of random. I believe the countdown for Urban Meyer leaving Ohio State has begun. If you watch that Penn State game, or no, not the Indiana game, he fakes a headache. I know he said, blah, whatever. I'm sure he might have real headaches. Blah, I don't care. He's he's pulling up this, this illness stuff again. And last time he had some mysterious illness, some heart problems or whatever, he left Florida. I don't... My prediction is, and I could be one hundred completely for one hundred percent wrong. I don't think he'll be the coach by the time we play them. I think he'll be out on some type of administrative leave due to sickness. Um, I think he's working his way out. That Penn State game only proved to him that they got lucky; they didn't deserve to win that game. and And he's already letting the other coaches make most of the calls. He's worming his little way out. I don't I still think he'll go to Nebraska, not Nebraska, but Notre Dame next year or take a year off then go to name I think his final destination is Notre Dame, but I don't know. There could be some other team out there. But that's my prediction. Urban Meyer is not going to be the coach of Ohio State or on the field when we play them in November. I just I don't believe it especially if we beat Penn State. Say we win the three out of the three. We go three and three on this. On this hell month, right? We beat Wisconsin, we beat Michigan State, and we beat Penn State. We beat Penn State. He's going to have the biggest migraine headache in the world or whatever's going to happen. He's going to be on administrative leave almost 100% because he doesn't want to lose to Michigan. And he knows that if we beat all three of those teams and we just have Rutgers and Indiana left, we're Coming in finely tuned, ready to beat his ass for the first time in a long fucking time. And it's overdue. He should have lost the last two years to us, but that's fine. Well, we keep we keep eliminating the ghosts. This is the this is the time, man. The fucking spirits, the demons, the stuff that we need to get over is happening, and it's starting this week, guys. This is a very exciting and very scary week for me. Uh, Because this is what we're doing. We are getting past the ghosts. So, once again, Michigan's going to win this. Michigan State's going to eat a dick. And Ohio State plays some shit school. Who cares? They always play shit schools. They might as well be in the SEC. Ohio State's the one team that plays every shit school imaginable. And is finally forced into playing good teams when they get into conference. Or, uh, yeah, when they get into conference play. Um so anyways, fuck them. Anyways, like I say, always and forever, go blue.